Welcome to Faith on the Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. Great to be with you on all of our wonderful radio affiliates across the USA. Our guest this week is the greatest punt returner in NFL history, Devin Hester. Stay tuned for that conversation. One of the cool things about Devin, he played 11 seasons in the NFL, 10 with the Bears and Falcons. And he told me this, he took his Bible to every game. And when I ask him why, stay tuned, you'll hear that. But he mentions that it was his sword. And just think of it this way, like the Bible, it's it's the book that guides our lives. It allows us to be leaders in whichever area of our life that we want to go. And it gives us all the answers to everything we need. But so many times we don't we don't look at it that way. Like he looked at it as, as his sword. He's getting ready to play. He's getting ready to go into battle. He needs his Bible. And we talk often about the verse put on the full armor of God and, and go out there and protect yourself with, arm yourself with God's word. We don't need actual, well, I, in this day and age, I don't know, you need everything. But the number one thing we need is God's word. The answers are there for us. The answers are right there in that book if we open it and read it, start to finish and everything in between. And not just read it, but read it, understand it, meditate on it, pray on it, read the Bible, the versions of the Bible that are understandable for the life of me. And I may get in trouble for saying this. I'll never understand why people read a, a version of the Bible that you, you just don't speak in normal everyday life. So apologies to those who do. Uh, if that's how you want to go about it, that's great. But uh, our kids are, are reading a, a Bible version and in, in, we're reading in private school and online, the King James Version. Mm-hmm. And they're reading and they can't understand it. Read something you understand. Get a study guide and read that. But look at the Bible. Look upon the Bible as as that book that carries you through. You need an answer? Look in there. And it may not be the answer we want. It may not. God's word may not tell us what we want to hear at that moment. But it'll, it'll help us and lead us through every step of our lives. It's true. And it's basically our manual. You know, mm. if, you, if you're looking for a manual for this life, because honestly, we need a manual. Okay. We need something to tell us what to do every day because this life is crazy. <laughs> this life is getting even crazier every day. A playbook day. if we want to relate it to okay. sports and playbook. faith on the field. Yeah, there you playbook go. Playbook right there. That is our playbook. But you know what, though? I grew up in in the church. I grew up my entire life reading the Bible front to back, front to back, front to back for years, right? And I have to say that the one thing that really helped me understand the Bible is the Holy Spirit. When you pray for the Holy Spirit to get into your heart, yeah, right. He he is the only one that will unlock secrets in the Bible that no one on this planet Earth can unlock for you. There is something about it. I don't know. There's something about like you just sitting down and just praying for the Holy Spirit to just guide you and help you understand what's what is it that you're reading in the Bible, right? Because anyone can read the Bible, mm-hmm. but it even says it in and Jesus says in the red letters. There's a lot of secrets in there, but only the people that are seeking the secrets are going to find them, right? Like you can read and read and read. Anybody can read the Bible. You know, atheists can read the Bible, right? And maybe they could understand it, you know? But when you ask the Holy Spirit to get in your heart, mm-hmm. right, and guide you through this life, and That's then so when good. you read the Bible through those eyes, right, with the eyes of the Holy Spirit, 
something in the Bible is going to come to life for you where you say, I am positive I read that scripture about a million times. All right. I'm positive I did. <laughs> but in this moment of time right now, I read it and something hit me so hard that I'm just like, whoa, this must be like the Holy Spirit trying to say something through this passage. And that is the funny thing about the Bible. It is not a book that you read and you forget about it. It's 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 really incredible how God just uses it every single day for how many years now? So many years. So many you over can, two thousand. So many years. It's just so it's incredible that it is still being preached today and every Sunday you hear a different sermon from the same book. Yeah. Like there is no way. This book is normal book, okay? There's something about it. It's very special. It is a holy book. It's a it's a book that is written with the Holy Spirit, and it needs the Holy Spirit to understand it, and it needs the Holy Spirit to guide you through it. So I would encourage you to just, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's all good. It's all good. All you have to do is say a prayer and just invite the Holy Spirit in your heart and just say, Holy Spirit, guide me. Help me understand the Bible better. Give me fresh eyes. When I read, I need a message from you, Lord. And every time you read it through that, you know, through that lens, with, with, through that lens you will understand something new. You will get something fresh. You will just get something so valuable. And it will relate to you in that moment because he always speaks to us through the word. And he always speaks to us through what we're going through. He will just like... He will guide you to a passage, and you're like, man, I know I read it before. It's you, just, it's, it just hits different right now. You know what I love? When you read a verse in the Bible that you've read so many times, mm-hmm. and, and then you start to understand it better, or you, you get a different translation, mm-hmm. or you hear a different sermon where it's preached differently, right. and then you go, wow, I never thought of that perspective as I was reading it. And then it, it's all—it's like you learn something. I, you know I feel what, like I learn something new every time. And, and that's cool right there. That's a point right there, another mm-hmm. point, because the Holy Spirit speaks to each and every one differently about mm-hmm. the same passage. And that's why there's so many preachers preaching a different perspective yes. on the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why you should diverse yourself in like different teachings and, and different things and read and, and pray and get something of your own too. Like don't just take my interpretation of... Right. Of a page or interpretation of a scripture, get your own interpretation because the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you specifically about that particular scripture in that particular moment. It's a really good point because some people say, "Well, that preacher meant it this way." That was yeah. his own interpretation. That's what the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't said mean they're wrong, no. right? That that's the thing. Sometimes somebody you'll hear it and you'll go, "Oh wow, I never heard it that taught way. this way." Yeah. And you go, "How come I never?" Well, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. You interpret it differently, you're, you hear it differently, and the Holy Spirit speaks to you in a different way. Maybe it's for a different moment at that stage of your life, um, or, or maybe from a preacher's perspective, a pastor's perspective, he's, he's got a different, a different message that the Spirit wants him to present to his congregation that yeah. week. But I, I love how Devin goes, this is his, his sword, right? Mm-hmm. It's his sword. He's ready for battle. Because he has the Bible and he opens it to his his favorite verse and he has it open and he has it with him everywhere he goes. And and like you said, manual, I say playbook. Mm -hmm. It's all right there for us, but it requires time. 
It requires dedication. It requires commitment to reading it. I think when we first started reading together, and we don't do that anymore, maybe we should start reading together because we used to read together. And it was it was really cool because we, we would be going over the same part at the same time. And it just it's helpful that way. Yeah, and I read with the kids, you know, for their school and stuff, and we go through I, I it. like how you read from the NLT I while do. their teacher's doing the KJV, but hey, yeah. that's just how we do it, and it doesn't mean any ways wrong. No, no, everybody's different. We just, um, we've been reading from the same Bible for years now, like yeah. so many years, and we love that Bible, and it comes with a translation in the bottom, and uh, that translation sometimes like just Ten years adds now, like, that yeah, Bible. a really yeah. cool, like a little hint here and there, or kind of like, sometimes you're a scripture, and you're like, yeah, I I don't understand. You know what? Not what, sometimes. Uh, for those for those who were like, no, every time. You know, I'm right there with you. Yeah. A lot of times, I'll yeah. I'll read it. And I'll, I need to read it again and yeah. read it again, and then go right. to the bottom and and read that little translation. Yeah, like what is he trying to get at? Yeah. You know, um, and and it's okay. It's okay to do that. There is no wrong or right. It's just God is looking for some time to spend with you. And Jesus wants to like just have quality time. It's kind of like when you go to a friend and have a quality time. One-on-one with no distractions, just reading. Reading and get something in your heart. Because sometimes, guys, when we have those scriptures or when we read something and at the moment we don't get it, right? But then later later on in the week or something, something happens. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I love that. That's exactly what I read in the Bible. And guess what? That's the armor right there. You just armed yourself against whatever <laughs> just happened in your life. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm being I'm being played right now by the devil. I'm being played. I'm be, hold on. I'm being played. So because I read in my Bible that he's gonna come at me through thoughts, through people that are just gonna hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. through this, this, and the other. But it's it's just the armor of God. The word of God is your armor, and that's what he is trying to say here with the Bible is my sword. And I love that. That is so cool. It's it's our shield. It's our defense. It's our go-to. It's our manual. It's mm-hmm. our playbook. It's the word that we should stand firm on as our foundation. And we're only going to grow in our journey, mature in our development by continually reading, being consistent about it, being intentional about it. And as you said, which I thought was perfect to this conversation, is in inviting and asking the Holy Spirit to to be there and guide you through it and and help you understand it better and and live it out. Up next, you're going to hear from Devin Hester. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on the Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. 
That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com. Hi, this is Rob Motti. You've heard us talk about International Justice Mission and how they are working to protect people from human trafficking and violence. There's a new podcast that gives you a deep dive into IJM's work protecting children from online sexual exploitation. This immersive experience introduces you to Ruby, who was lured into online sexual exploitation when she was only 16 years old. Go to IJM.org slash Ruby to journey through her incredible story and learn how you can make protecting children like Ruby your fight, too. This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field, and tell a friend or two about the show. I want to take a minute to thank all of our wonderful sponsors, International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at faithonafieldshow.com. Devin Hester is number one on the NFL's all-time list with 14 punt returns for a touchdown. He is first also with 29 offensive touchdowns as he had five kick returns. He took a Bible with him to every game. Here why. Here's my conversation with Devin Hester. Devin, great to uh, have you uh, joining me. Appreciate your time, man. Tell me, since you left the NFL, how do you how do you stay involved? How do you stay? Do you watch the games on Sundays and on the weekends? Uh, what's it like for you? So I got I got a couple of buddies of mine that um, retired as well and um, got me in the league of fantasy football, and <laughs> so it, it, it forces me to watch football more now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you watch it with it? You know, watching. Football with an eye on fantasy is it's a whole different thing because like instead of rooting for games and rooting for outcomes, you're just looking at specific players. Hey, you know if you got somebody and a running back and he's not getting the ball at the goal line, you're getting mad at that. Like, do you watch it like that now? Yeah, I do. I do. It's it's really easy for me to watch red zone now (laughs) than watching the whole game. (laughs) Do you have uh, any preferences? Like, do you? lean towards drafting guys that maybe you have a, a relationship with or you maybe you played with or were Bears or Falcons, anything like that, or you were in it to win it? I'm in it to win it, man. And I learned I learned this uh, from the first year playing fantasy football that you can't go off of who you know and what what relationships you build with a friend um, or you, if you have a favorite player, you got to go off uh, more so who you feel going to have a more breakout year. Devin, you're known as – widely considered the greatest returner in the history of the NFL. When, when people bestow that kind of accolade upon you, what does that mean, man? What does that mean to you? It means a lot. You know what I mean? Just coming from when you put me in a category of being the best at a position, because you look back at the position that's in the league, it's not a lot of positions. Like you say, you have 11 guys on the field on offense. And then you start thinking about, wow, like out of all these years of, over decades and decades of players coming in and out of the NFL, it's very seldom that you hear a guy say, this guy could be the best to ever do it at one position. So when I get put in the category of being the best at kickoff and part return, to me it is a position. And um, 
when you kind of getting classified, I label as the best to ever do it. It's a great accomplishment. Just how hard was it to do? And now it's even in some ways, right, more difficult with the the kickoff being moved up and more touchbacks. You know, what goes into that, being able to return a kickoff and, and a punt? They're entirely different, entirely different ways of going about that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, um, for, for one, you could say the kickoff has tremendously dropped from them just like to the point where it seems like every kickoff is a touchback. Um, the coach is not really – I see a lot of coaches not really giving the return of leeway to return them four or five yards deep in the end zone. Where, in other words, I kind of had the green light. You know, if I catch it coming forward, then I was allowed to take it out. Um, but a lot of people don't realize a lot of my returns came from the punt, punt returns. Yeah. And, um, you know, guys are still getting opportunities to take punt, you know, get punt returns. It's just not – you just – it's very rarely that you're starting to see it happening. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, I think it's maybe on one or two returns this year alone. You know what I mean? And that's shocking. You know what I mean? We like on week six or seven. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? You, you rarely see even any punt returns getting taken back, man. So, it could be a situation, a position where it's stink. You know what I mean? I hate to use that word, but days and – it could be due to the fact that back in the days when I was playing, we did have some great returners. Not only me, but you had a bunch of guys in the league that was, if I didn't take one back, you know what I mean? You turn on ESPN that night. If I didn't take one back, somebody else did. You had the Josh Cribs, you had Leon Washington, those guys, you know what I mean? Ted Ginn, uh, Percy Harvin, those guys were, you know what I mean, taking them back too. So nowadays it's very rare that you see a kickoff or punt return now. When you made that transition from playing defense, being a cornerback to a wide receiver, and then you had success, obviously, at that spot, too, and it was just to allow you to, to get the ball in your hands more and, and be used as a weapon, What was the what, how difficult was it for you, Devin, to go from the defensive side of the ball and, and learning routes, plays, everything you had to do on offense? Yeah, it was very difficult because, you know, I was born and raised, and all I really did was play DB. And running back, um, wide receiver was never really brought up in my 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 skill point. You know what I mean? So it's something I never paid attention to. Um, my passion was defensive side, and of course I played running back. So those skills you've seen in a return game uh, allowed me to be successful in a return game from the vision to hitting the holes, um, making guys miss. Um, that's what I did my whole life. So going into another part of the game, which is wide receiver, you know what I mean? Son that I had to pick up on and go at the highest level of sports. And it was the National NFL. How often do people mention to you returning that opening kickoff in the Super Bowl and, and taking <laughs> it the distance? Obviously the only guy who's ever done that. Every time I get around sports people. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, when you think back on that moment, Right. That's got to be a moment that, that you waited for that opportunity as a returner your whole life. Can you, is it still fresh in your mind? It's, it's always um, um, it's hard to, to forget about that play. I mean, as much as people talk about it, I still, it still refreshes in my mind every other day. You know what I mean? Where it's not a day go by where I don't see something that reminds me of, of that play. Devin, tell me what you're doing now with Gatorade. I'm here at Booker T. Washington Senior High School. Uh, we're going to surprise some of the players and give them back um, a grant to help the guys rebuild their gym as well as football equipment. 
why is it important to you to partner with, with Gatorade and be able to give back right to the community in a way like this, Devin? It's always important. This is, you know, my, my backyard stomping ground. This is the, uh, some of these kids, their, their fathers and their, their cousins and uncles looked up to me and gave me the motivation that I needed when I was back in, in Miami and when I played college football. So it's always important when you get the opportunity to come back to your community and help out any kind of way you can. Devin, last one for you. I read somewhere that uh, you took a Bible with you to every game that you played. As a man of faith, I appreciate that. Tell me what, why you did that and what that was about for you. Uh, it was, I, I, always was, I was born and raised in a church, and uh, we kind of used the Bible as our sword. You know what I mean? You never go anywhere without your sword. And so that was my mindset, and I always uh, opened up my favorite verse and put the Bible in my locker before the game and just had it open up. And every night I slept, I put the Bible, my Bible stayed on in my locker. You said, what verse is that? Is that Isaiah 54, 17? Yes, sir. No weapon point against you, sir. I love that one, man. Put on that full armor of God everywhere you go. Devin, I appreciate your time, my brother. Appreciate you guys for having us, man. You take it easy. That's it for this week. Thank you to Devin Hester. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show. Presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Hi, this is Remy Mari, co-host of Faith on a Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors exclusive properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com. Hey, this is Rob Motti. Online sexual exploitation of children is a hidden crime, and it's time we expose it. A new immersive podcast tells the story of Ruby, who was trafficked into this crime when she was 16 years old. The podcast takes the listener through Ruby's journey and what's being done to fight this terrible crime. Check it out at IJM.org slash Ruby. Hi, this is Remy Motti, co-host of Faith on a Field Show. Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's dairy stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products. Heritage's milk is still the sweetest, coffee's hot and fresh, and Heritage's full-service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on-site, far exceeding the competition. Heritage's Dairy Stores. It's not just our name, it's our heritage.